Hello there. Welcome to Poor Quality, a show where some friends talk about beer, life, and all the goofy stuff that gets in between the two. Each week, the hosts may be different, but don't you worry. They are all guaranteed poor quality material. Join us and listen in as the brew crew talks about what ails. You guys get it? Their life. Now, let's see what we're drinking. Welcome back. Welcome now. Welcome here. Welcome friend. Welcome you. Welcome us. What can I say? Except you're welcome. <laughs> Dwayne. Oh. Come and be well. With us. Poor quality. Go ahead, Colin. Please. May the, <laughs> the force with you welcome to uh, poor quality episode 43. Yes. Yes. Uh, 43. I don't have a good joke for it. Um, uh, four, three, two, two. one, blast off. Episode 43. Welcome. Thank you, Mike, <laughs> okay. for that. Yep. Um, <laughs> welcome. So welcome to episode 43. I am your host this week, uh, Colin Parker. I have gathered us boys here today to talk about a couple things, but the first thing we're going to talk about is the beer you're drinking. And we're going to... Kind of, I give you guys this a little ahead of time because I didn't want to just spring this one on you in the moment. Mm. No, now the pressure's on. I better have a good answer. Right? I know. You should have had a very prepared answer. <laughs> I expect 500 words sourced and cited. Oh, a- man. Uh, APA. I don't know if I can do that. Um, mm. No, I want to know your beer if it was a, like, the best way I could f- think to describe it was near future, like, media. So whether that's movies or a TV show or um, a game, something in like the nearish future. Future. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I knew it was coming. I just didn't know at what point in the mm. podcast it was going to be. And it was roughly uh, before two minutes. Yeah. So good job. <laughs> How do you like immediately? Actually? <laughs> <laughs> um, some examples I gave of like, near future okay okay we might so, use wait, wait, wait. before before we give it is it an actual like uh tangible like mike outcome of a piece of media or is it like mike mine is the future of video games or like mike? can i say an actual futuristic movie mike what yes futuristic movie the time for questions was about an hour ago. That's true. Mm-hmm. I did send this out at five. It is currently ten p.m. See, because um, well, from my understanding, I thought I read it clearly, <laughs> and then Colin said it out loud, and now I'm. <sighs> Mike, I think you should just go for it. Okay. Yeah, just just off the cuff. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Um, okay, so I am drinking a what is it? It is a second shelf beer company. <laughs> Mike, it's a. 
<laughs> you sound different. <laughs> don't say, oh, Mike's gonna go for it. Okay, we're gonna. I don't know. Completely. No, I'm. Just, I'm scared. I'm. So, Mike, go ahead. No, I'm, no, Mike, 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 Mike. Oh, I'm, I'm, don't even tell me what you're drinking. Just tell me your future thing. Go right now. What is? What is your future thing? And then tell me what you're drinking. I'm thinking about this panic, sheer panic. Uh, thanks for <laughs> handing it off, Colin. My name's Mike. Drinking a Schlafly Double Bean Blonde. Uh, it's a St. Louis brewery that I really enjoy. They have really fun events. This beer, though, let me tell you about mm. it after I sip. Mm-hmm. Apologies for that noise. That was a that was a big boy sip. Mm. What strikes me about this beer, the, it, it gives a lot of dark chocolate, a lot of like deep hazelnut way in there. Okay. So I picture a brand new sort of fruit or nut or thing that you could throw into beer to make it taste like it is because it's a little sweet. It's like a blonde. But it's like a porter at the same time. So I'm thinking of where can I find something that you can throw in a beer and it tastes like this. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought uh, I could be taken on a journey by my good friend James Cameron into the world of Avatar where I could find a bean that mm. is like a blonde color, blondish color that mm-hmm. I could uh, ferment down into this delicious, tasty, schlafly beer. So, Avatar 2009. Did I do it? Yes. Congratulations on the longest filler to get to <laughs> an answer. <laughs> I needed to do as thorough of a job as possible just in case I uh, got the ball teed up to me and I swing and a miss. Ooh. So, I'm glad it panned out for no, Mike. I think you got it. Nice. So, I'll hand it off to Colin, our host. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to my beer. Um, <laughs> as I said, it is a second shelf beer company. I think it's called a Juniper. That's the only name I can see on it. Um, Juniper, maybe, but I think it's a Juniper. Hmm. Um, Juniper must be the same. Beer describes itself as having Juniper, mm. uh, rosemary, IPA, piney, aromatic. It's an Atlanta, Georgia uh, brewery, it sounds like. And hmm. this sounds fantastic. I'll be honest. It's actually mm. super good. Um, yeah, it's definitely piney seems right. It like reminds me of like a Christmas tree kind of um, taste. I mean, I've never tasted a Christmas tree, but if I did, I imagine this is what, <laughs> what? it kind of would taste like. You don't eat it every year. Who are you? It's not super bitter. I think it was. It's super dark where I'm recording, so I think it was like an IPA, but it's not super bitter. Um, if I if mine was like a near future, uh huh. He's the one who asked the question, by the way. So well, yeah, because I, I, I don't feel nearly as bad. <laughs> well, you have to. I asked the question, but I have not tasted my beer before. Um, oh. This is new to me. This is a first time beer. Um, okay, okay. What's coming to mind to me right? now in this moment is destiny 2 um it's a light kind of taste light kind of game um hmm. it does it has enough to it that i like it it's not over the top it's not trying to be anything that it's not and it also destiny has the infinite forest which we talked a little bit about um this tastes like trees the infinite forest has no trees but mm-hmm, the words mm-hmm, fit mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that makes um, total sense to me 
Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trent, I'm curious in what you're drinking. Uh, yeah, so I am drinking the Brimstone India Pale Ale from Church Street, which is in... Uh, where are they from? Itasca, Illinois. And uh, it's a... I've never heard of this, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's. I've never heard of it either. I'll show you guys the art here. It's got kind of like a... Ooh, that's a pretty dwarven-looking fellow. Hmm. Yeah, and like a stained glass kind of vibe. Like a gimli. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's... um Very artsy. Well, it's it's Brimstone IPA from Church Street Brewing. And it's a, it's a good run-of-the-mill IPA. And a good run-of-the-mill show is Futurama, which has the... The robot priest who delivers some mean sermons and delivers sweet judgments to robot hell. Um, So I would say a a location would be New New York. Mm. I like this a lot. It's a it's 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 one of my favorite shows to just watch if I'm just looking for something to casually enjoy. And I could something in the background. And I got a six pack of these, and I've just been casually enjoying this beer this week. And uh, it's, nice. it's been nice. I'm just enjoying it. After work, like I, I might enjoy Futurama. Futurama's a show that I've never actively watched. It's just like Yeah, same. When I was younger, I would like turn on com or uh I guess it was was it Comedy Central? Yeah, it would have been. Mm-hmm. I cut on Comedy Central and Futurama's there. I'm just like, I'm not gonna change it, I guess. I guess I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah. Right. I watched Futurama like I watched It's Always Sunny. It was just kinda <laughs> On Trent's TV <laughs> all the time <laughs> for a while. Same secondhand. <laughs> That's right. I yeah. That was how. That was the way I watched The Office with uh, for a while too. When yeah. Mike and Chris were mm. uh, watching through it. Yeah. I feel like everybody so. has like the roommate show that they only watched because their roommate watched it. Because mine was Friends. Oh. Zayn watched all eleven seasons of Friends. And <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of Friends. In my house, Bob's Burgers and Friends are literally always on. <laughs> we just got a Hulu subscription so we could watch always. Bob's Burgers. Nice. Oh my goodness. I've seen uh, literally every episode <laughs> all the way through. I love it. I love it. I have no complaints. It is hilarious. You're going to love Gene. He's the best. But yeah, I... Casual recommendation. Casual recommendation. <laughs> It's the perfect sleep show. That and Archer to me are just like perfect. Like, oh, I'm going to sleep. I don't need to tune into this at all. Just yeah. <laughs> Neither of those shows are near future, though. No, but Futurama was. But Matt, yeah, what would uh, what would your beer possibly remind you of? I'm glad you asked, Trent. I'm drinking a Star Hill Brewery, The Hook. Oh wow! Grapefruit Session IPA. That sounds great. There you go. Never heard Take of this either. That. A lot of new guys tonight. Mm, yeah, I, I picked it out of out of a. Lot a of new guys. <laughs> I got out of a, like a, a pick six at my local Kroger. Where are they based out of? Kroger, uh, Charlottesville. Okay. Oh, Kroger. Where is? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this one's based out of Nashville. I know they have. Yeah, I know they have a headquarters here because I used to deliver to the headquarters over by um, where Mike and Chris currently live. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um, track them this down. Beer, yeah, this beer. Let me just take a quick sip. While he's taking a sip, I realized in my prompt that I uh, directly mm, influenced this no, answer <laughs> and set him up almost. No, 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 no. Wait, what do you mean? Too Colin? perfectly. By you know answer. those big game oh. games. Sure. Uh huh. 
You know, we're like shoot deer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they have those for fishing? Yeah. Yes. Bass fish are 3,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but alien, you know. Are you doing this, like, in space? <laughs> it doesn't seem like you would want to catch the alien in this case. It seems if like only there was, like, a brand new game that just one. came out about killing monsters. <laughs> He's a fighter! <laughs> catch and release, though, right? Uh, I mean, if the cops are asking. What? This is the DNR. I mean, you gotta take your picture with it, you know. The, this is actually the DUR, the Department of Unnatural. <laughs> See, the key is you have to go in with a face hugger already on, and then when you take the picture, it just looks natural. You reel them in, and all of a sudden, Men in Black shows up. Will Smith's just there. I was watching <laughs> wow. that the other night. This crossover episode is incredible. But I love what they did. <laughs> Before we get too deep, Chris, what are you drinking? Well... I am drinking a new Belgium Tartastic Fruit Series Raspberry Lime Ale. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. That was a lot of words. Yes. I figured I'd redo the whole front of the bottle. I love it. Uh, it is 100% employee owned, by the way. Great. Ooh, love that. Wait, how did you get it? Makes it, makes it taste better. <laughs> <laughs> he broke it. job. New life. New me. This reminds me of something fruity. It is very fruity. Uh, And there is a particular fruit in a particular game I experienced called Crash Bandicoot Warped. Oh. The the Wampa fruit. Yes. The Wampa fruit. Yes. Wampa Wampa. It more resembles like a mango or like a peach or something, but I don't know. We don't know what it is. So maybe it tastes like raspberry lime. Yes. True. Yes. Chris declares it so. A thousand percent. Canon. Yes. I love this. <laughs> Sweet. I can't make that noise. I never though. played Crash Bandicoot, and recently my only exposure to it is the um, wah memes that have come out of it. <laughs> like when Crash, the like remastered trilogy, I guess came out. Somebody took like the old school Crash and then like animated it and just wasn't. Um, isn't that the thing from Sonic? Are you are you talking about uh, the red guy? No, you're talking about Knuckles. Yeah. You're talking about Knuckles. So is this I a different Crash name Bandicoot that I've missed out on? Looks, no, Crash Bandicoot looks nothing like Knuckles, actually. Never Crash Bandicoot is like more of a... He's like an endurance runner if Knuckles was like to train for a marathon. Everybody donate to Know Your Meme. It's a, it's really an important resource it's for really a lot of us. I'm going to have to subscribe <laughs> to that mailing list so that I'm well, not left out in the cold the next time a meme Wikipedia is going to ask for your money, but really they're... Not going to be important. Uh, for just a quarter a day, you can know your <laughs> yeah, local memes. You can help <laughs> your fellow man recognize uh, popular and topical memes. Only 90s kids will remember. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get out in the open. In 1883, Bernard Barney Kroger invested his life savings of $372, <laughs> roughly equal to $9,800 as of 2015, to open a grocery store at 66 Pearl Street, downtown Cincinnati, Ohio. There you go. Thank you, Kroger. Now we know. There's the answer. And that's going to do it for us, guys. We just came to tell you, um, you know, when Kroger was established and by who, and we're we're done. Actually, this is the final episode. No. Um, I didn't gather you here to talk about Kroger's unless... I, unless they we fit into it. the Speak theme for so yourself. Unless, it, unless we slip into it naturally, you know. <laughs> and it's felt no, so, so natural. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I talked about... Um, asked you guys about what near future 
thing you're being reminded you of was because we are in officially now we are in 2018. And to me, that number is insane because I think anytime I think of the year, like if I'm just like think, trying to think about like what year it is or something like that, I never think 2018 for some reason, I always default to like 2010 Mm. or Hmm. even earlier. So to hear 2018, I mean, that is the future by all definitions. I mean, Back to the Future. Future. Well, you know, was oh, is that going to be the whole podcast? Future. That's just over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have passed the year that Back to the Future took to be the future, um, and I guess I'm curious about what your all definition of future is because you know, growing up, you watch things like the Jetsons and they have flying cars and these automated maids, like robot maids, and just everything was so futuristic in that show. That was the whole purpose of it. And then you look at 2018 and you think, well, like, I guess we're not really that evolved. We're not, we're not the Jetsons. But then you, th- and then I started really thinking about it. And especially like in my house, like, you know, you watch something like Iron Man and he has Jarvis and then he has Friday. Um, you know, these automated home systems that are like completely intelligent and can do anything you want. And that's like futuristic and then I realized I have an Alexa mm-hmm. that can, you know, a automated AI that can control remote lights in my house that I can schedule to a time of day that I can. You know, it's it just like when you start thinking about it, it really feels feels like to me like we actually are in this like future that it's not exactly what I think of. But I mean, we're, we're getting there. But I guess I'm curious as like to what your all definition of like the future is. What was your idea of it growing up? Was it flying cars? Was it you know, uh, I robot like sentient AIs or like what? So mm. yeah. Hmm. I like this a lot cause there's a lot to explore and there's a lot to unpack both like socially and physically and technologically with like how far we've come. Because like when I think about the future, when I was a child, <laughs> oh, like man. I considered a whole bunch of different things, like what would be available for us to use uh, to our advantage, like as a society, but also like how I never thought about like how views would change because I don't know, I was just a kid and I didn't really have that perspective. Um, but now that perspective has been bestowed upon me. Like, I think the biggest thing that we're going to see is like a continual shift in how we feel about, um, oh, this is going to sound preachy, but like the system and like how things work now, because it seems as though everyone who, like is in our demographic young like millennials who are like seeing how things are going right now it's going to be like a drastic change in how we feel about the current and how we want to change it to like kind of reflect how we feel about things because i feel like that's kind of how things have progressed over the last uh even 20 years that we've been kicking um so it'll be interesting to see those societal things and political things and um those kind of grounds so that's that's super interesting. So like you said that, that your view of the future wasn't always social. It wasn't always political, right. but as you've grown into this, I guess, very, especially in 2018, very social and very political environment. Like you now view it as like that, like the evolution of yeah. 
political and social views. That's at least what I see like most frequently that people are like engaged in because like technology is Mm -hmm. exponentially like changing how we do things. And like right now, I don't take full advantage of the things I could do with AI. And like I have a Google Home that I could ask how he's doing. But I don't like do that all the time. I don't know. I see myself as a little bit removed from all the things I could be doing. But I also try to be as engaged as possible in the um, current scope of how we see things and how we could change things. Although I'm, I don't know, I'm uh, not saying that I'm all-knowing or bestowed the knowledge that I need to to be the most prolific uh, young figure. I've been telling everybody you're exactly that. Uh, uh, excuse me. That's also how I've been introducing you to people. So <laughs> that's my prolific friend. The easiest way to just get right to who you are. Meet Mike, the ultimate communicator. Oh, yeah. Have you met my my prophet, my friend Mike? <laughs> so how are you? Better yet, who are you? Better yet, Let's I dig in. My name's Mike. Good to good to meet you. Whoa. Would you like to tell me how you will be? <laughs> like Sherlock Holmes, sit down. Uh, how's your mom? You better call her. What? <laughs> Deborah misses you. <laughs> That's my mom. Wow. I know. How insightful. I already know. Incredible. I think um, politically is going to be really interesting after... I mean, it's interesting every single day right now. I mean, something different happens, something new happens. But I mean, when we have a governmental shift... When we have, you know, the option to swap people out, and I think that's gonna that's gonna take probably another five years to a decade to really drain the swamp. But um, uh, yeah, but I mean, you, you know what I mean. The to to actually like see a, a shift in regime is is gonna take a little bit, and some of the old people who are crazy in the government are gonna have to retire. Anyway. I think it's going to be really interesting to see who we put into power next and, and you know, the, the time after that, based on our experience over these four years. Uh, let's hope not eight years. Um, I'm assuming not, but, you know, you never know. Um, so I, I agree, Mike. I think politically it's going to be really interesting to see what the future holds for us. Yeah. In terms of kind of more fun technological, um, the two things I'm really interested in are communication, because that's changed so much just over the past 10, 20 years, uh, more more the past 20 years than the past 10, but um, communication and um, I'm, to put a, you know, a pin in it, I'm really interested in self-driving cars mm. and, and, you know, the transition of, to mass sort of um, commuting in autonomous vehicles or, you know, more efficient public transit. I, I think that's going to be really interesting. I don't know if I'm going to be alive long enough to see a huge change in that, you know, as, as of where we are right now, mm-hmm. like in, mm-hmm. in 80 years, are we going to be able to see that? I, I don't know. But that's that when I think of the future, I think of, you know, transportation and, and what we, what we do to uh, make that more efficient. Cause it, the, I mean, it, <laughs> I know I have to battle traffic every day. I know Chris has to battle traffic every day. Trent, yeah, has to use the sidewalk. And yeah, I, there I might be an like, extra person on it or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. There might have be you, a tractor. Uh, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. <laughs> big old tractor on the sidewalk. Yeah. But I drove home from work at four thirty today, and it took me forty five minutes to get. Holy to pizza. cow! 
Yeah, it was hell. I left my house at 7.30 today, and I got to work at 8.20, so... Yeah, yeah. No, but I definitely think, like, transportation is... It's funny, because before I talk about transportation, the more fun part, when I ask the question, I never even... And when I think about the future, it's interesting to hear Matt and Mike's takes on it so far, just because I'm never... Even as a kid, and even now at 24... I've never thought about like the political landscape of the future and what that looks like, like what a major shift in power would look like or what, you know, 10, 20, 30 years from now, the laws look like and right. you know what our day to day lives are. And that's such an like, it's like volatile. Yeah. It's, system it's like that, the part that's going to change things, you know, it's, it's, yeah. A I mean, it's, it's, I, yeah, I guess I thought of it from like using Matt, Matt's words, the more fun yeah. aspect <laughs> of it, you know, like transportation and communication and everything like that. But like those things only happen with, um, you know, a free and open internet, you know, for example. And um, whoops. Oh, um, <laughs> no, but it's just, it's cool. It's cool. I didn't even really come from that angle. So it's cool hearing that. But um, yeah, from the transportation point of view, it's amazing that in, this would take forever, but in like 50 years, parking lots may not exist because you can just tell your car to drive around for, you know, an hour while you're in the grocery store. I mean, and I even heard a, you know, this would be a very wild proposal, but like the idea of your car being like an autonomous taxi while you're busy. So, you know, you say for the next Ooh. hour, go pick people up and make take me places money and then come back and get me at Kroger. And, um, Speaking of Kroger, as wow. a reminder, <laughs> what a store. Uh, I just would like to quick mention the Kroger plus perks this is, program. This brings us to uh, Mike's Kroger Corner. Uh, did you know that Kroger's logo is blue? Back to Colin. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> if we were going to go to Kroger, we might buy some beer to stock the beer fridge, which we need to do anyways. So You can use one of Kroger's 2,778 locations. Wow. Oh, wow. I did that today, just hours ago. Beer fridge. Beer fridge, please. You used to Well, hello there, folks. Welcome to the middle of the podcast, the stocking of the beer fridge, the portion of the show where I get to thank our lovely sponsors. And this week, we are sponsored by this joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? A panther. Panther who? A panther, no panther, I'm going swimming. We are now sponsored by Sam's Club. Mike, can I we, need you to Sam's Club. Can you do a little do a little research on Sam's Club while we hear about Chris's future? Guys, in the same year, Kroger <laughs> entered the Houston, Texas area on my die. birthday, and then in my th- my city where I was born. How neat! It's all about me today. Anyway, <laughs> back to the show. Me and Kroger, my best new friend. <laughs> Meet my dad, John Kroger. Is that what? his name? I hope, I, I hope I'm right. You should know. He's your dad. Damn it! Bernard Kroger. <laughs> Chris, please save us. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I didn't even know Kroger existed because we didn't have one. Oh, God. <laughs> but no, no, one of my favorite no. movies yes. was Bicentennial Man with Ooh, Robin Williams. That's a good and one. And I just distinctly remember at the end... 
like before the credits or during the credits, them being like, oh, 2005, you'll see robots like this. It's like, wow, here's 2005. <laughs> Where's Robin Williams as a robot? <laughs> Where are the robots, man? <laughs> Why isn't he in my house? <laughs> Show um, me the robot. <laughs> no, but anyway, I just, I thought that was interesting that their prediction and mid 90s or whenever it was that we would have these like servant robots in our houses mm-hmm. and they called their shot a more accurate uh more accurate we have roomba but like Ooh. <laughs> we also have flubber true what? we also have flubber a lot of flubber. oh true we do have flubber a real life flubber <laughs> that exists that we all have <laughs> i got mine at kroger wow <laughs> 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 so, sorry, Sam's Club, Mike. <laughs> okay, I guess part of me is gonna just kind of re say restate what you guys are saying. Like, definitely the the gadgets, the home home automation stuff is really cool. Um, and that's one of those things that was like, oh, this is the future. Um, and I'm kind of diving into that a lot lately, and it's mm-hmm. really fun. But at the same time, it's just kind of combining a bunch of technologies we already had. So I don't know. That's, I mean, that's always going to be, we're never going to break through and suddenly feel like we're in the future. It's going to be a slow transition, you know? Right. Like all the technology is just going to be put together in different ways. And oh, we're yeah. going to be really surprised until we're there. Well, unless we know? can download a Souls, that that will be a big day. That will be sort of a turning <laughs> Well, but point. first we'll download parts of Souls. Sure. And then we'll yeah. download Dark Souls. <laughs> Kill some time. Which, which part of your soul would you download if you had the option? Be like, okay, you can take one portion. One portion, download it. Probably... Your Nikes? My Nikes. <laughs> the Nike that, part of my, my Nike side. My Nike soles. Nice. I get it, Chris. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I don't know. What would I wanna what would I want my because I assume you would download it and add it to a computer AI. Like a portion of yourself would be a continue program. to live on. Right. I'd be a home so, DJ it's like my, for sure. <laughs> my horror crooks that I just stash in my Mac. Yeah, except you don't have to kill someone. That actually sort of leads into what I was going to actually say for my future thing. Do it. uh, I heard rumors. I didn't actually read the story myself yet, but supposedly somewhere in the world right now, they were able to clone a monkey. (gasps) And that feels like the future to me is when people can actually like have their own monkeys. (laughs) Clone animals, clone people. I don't know. Like it freaks me out. That's wild. Yeah, cloning people is like, that's like terrifying. Yeah. yeah. If, if there's anything that screams <laughs> future, it's definitely cloning. Here's the thing with cloning though. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're a full adult and you clone yourself and you have another full adult, right? You clone and suddenly there's a baby and you have to raise that baby oh. like Colin's raising a baby. So it's like it's not a it's a clone in that we'd be able to pretty much figure out if nature versus nurture, that whole argument would be right in the, the past. But The miracle of cloning. I love this. <laughs> Human <laughs> experimentation. The last place we need to go. Right. I, don't know, I just thought it was interesting. And like people are thinking of then if they could clone themselves, use themselves for organs and stuff later on and keep themselves alive. Oh, that's an ethical dilemma, isn't it? And then it's yeah. and then we'll see the Clone Wars, and then things all go to hell. Colin, time out. What's up? No, but like definitely, clones to me is 
is where it gets weird because it kind of dials down to another question. We talked about downloading souls as like a joke, but also like how much of you has to be copied before it's actually you. Like if you make a clone, is that you or is that, you know, like just your body with a, you know, blank essentially slate for a existence. I think it's new. I think it's a, it's a new, it's a new person, right? Because their experiences will not line up to yours exactly in any sense. Unless everybody at your high school cloned themselves <laughs> and and 40 years earlier all of the teachers had cloned themselves it's not going to be the Let same yourself make all the same mistakes don't change anything right there's no way there's no way it's there's no way it's going to be the same person so it's a new person even if they look exactly like you which that's and that's the only thing it's just going to be a, a essentially a twin. Well, even if this is something that you feel like you would want to do, why would I want to clone myself? I feel like this is something that like also would come into play cuz I see like a shift in the culture going back to things that like we see as I don't know, socially significant that we want to adhere to and like keep on. I don't know if cloning is necessarily going to be a big part of our Day to day, like, oh, <laughs> Jim, how you doing? Oh, Jim clone. All right, I'm gonna just. <laughs> pa- pass I don't on think by. They, I don't think that would be the naming. Uh, you know, Jim clones. Oh, Jim, Jim B. Jim three. Jim, now Jim, I haven't no. like personally seen it, but um, I haven't actually watched Black Mirror. But I think Black Mirror does touch on this a little bit, and it's also just a question I've heard proposed like online and stuff, where it's how many questions would you have to answer before you could make like a believable AI of yourself? Like how much of you is like you? I think, I think that depends on the program and how quickly it's able to diagnose your answers. I also think that where we are right now, if the computer or the AI had um, access to like Facebook and Google's algorithms that predict what you want to look at, and what you already do look at now, that it could be pretty minimal. They would be able to assume a lot and probably right, but what about get it like right. personal anecdotes that were like completely offline? What about like my intimate relationship like my relationship with my wife and my relationship with like my child? Like how does that how do you how does a Google algorithm, you know, take that into account? I assume they'd be able to, you know, uh, uh, hack your nest. Hack your nest. No, take the take the idea of love, you know, break that have that already broken down for the AI to access and then say, okay, he loves a child. That's not an unusual love. That is a love that can be, you know, that it that is uh, amongst all humans who have children. Um It's in your pee, Colin. It's measuring you the chemicals. The hormones in your pee telling you, oh, he's got too much of this. He's got a. <laughs> That's right. You have to pee on the AI and then you're good. That's it. You're done. No, but that's for real. There's a lot of information. Pee on the computer. I'm going to pee on my computer right now. Well, well Alexa just spits out like a little strip. Okay. And then you uh-huh. pee on you it. You should have named the computer you pee on. I, I feel like. <laughs> you're mine. Have you guys seen um, Ex Machina? Yeah. No. Not like, it, that gets to like, the core of my question. Like, could a clone of you could a uh you know like ai with your essentially dna your um personality pass a turing test could it like 
could it be believable to my wife? Like if, okay, so Mike, you said like, when what situation would I want to clone? You probably wouldn't, but what if you were terminally ill and we're going to die at 30? Wow. I'm going to keep drinking. (laughs) No, I'm just, I'm just trying to say. Are you terminally ill, Trent? This is a good point, but I think that would need to be a conversation between my betrothed. No, I remember right. if she would want right, like, like uh, that's the point. Like, yeah, okay, I, this I, what, isn't going to be a surprise. This so, isn't going to be a surprise. To surpri- her. I got Honey, you something. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Mike's passed on, but we got Mike B. Hello, Mike B. What's up? Hello, my sweetheart, darling. Why would you talk like that? Because Why would that the AI has talk? not. I have not it's, peed on it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> So is, is this an AI or is this a clone? What this are we is, talking about here? It could be both. You know, you don't know. We don't know yet. This is the a clone future. AI that hadn't been peed on yet. Yeah, I you think, gotta. I think while clones are probably more like feasible, I think AI would be the more like realistic realistic answer. Like if you needed to basically make a second you. Well, the biggest hurdle that may need to be jumped here is like the believability of an actual thing. Cause if you're looking at, uh, I mean a clone, a real person who has your memories, your thoughts and like your history, that's okay, Matt. A clone would not have those things. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I think that would be the, the thing you knew you would need to, um, but the thing hurdle. is that unless you told the AI, neither would the AI. The only thing that, unless, well, this is this goes back to where we're already at with technology. They would be able to access any memory that you put onto the internet. Yeah, so right? throw that guy on the RAR and just double click, unzip that, and I'm good. To <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a brand go new ahead, me. Hello, on that no. computer, and I here I go. <laughs> oh, I'm, into the, I'm right in there. But I'm what? in there, yeah. I got just enough RAM, huh? <laughs> what if they got to the point though where they could literally clone me as I sit here with all of the chemicals in my brain that say this is this memory and this is this memory, and there's literally just like yeah, plop. Hard- it's me. A hard drive duplicator. Yeah. Right, yeah. the good old so that would, toaster. Yeah. That would be AI. And then more than likely what we would do is we would make... Um, uh, robot Chris? We'd have to be able to make robots convinced that they were humans, and then that they had souls, so that way when we download our souls, we just think that you, we're living you'd have forever. To, like, I guess like reverse engineer Turing tests, so it's not the humans believing that the robots aren't robots it's robots well, yeah humans are well, evolution. Now, now we're talking about blade runner robots this is a subject that i'm actually pretty well versed in as a very recently which i mean you saw blade runner and that reminded me and like that got me thinking like just about it and yeah like blade runner you know like the whole i haven't seen the original and i actually haven't seen the sequel either but i understand the concept of it you know like with a replicant being a robot that doesn't know they're a robot they think they're human and it's only in these basically hunters that they realize that their basically life is a lie and that they've been created and given these false memories and stuff like that. And like, yeah, like this just to wrap, like that's the future. Absolutely. Well, I hope not. Technically I they're called not. blade runner. <laughs> so sorry to the like six blade runner fans that existed before 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was a very well received. That was a very well received movie when it came out. True. 
It's us five and Ryan Gosling. Wow. I'm just going to say you saw Blade Runner 2049 without seeing original Blade Runner. So Ryan Gosling uh, sells. Here's the thing. (laughs) Not going to disagree with that. Didn't see La La Land. I heard it won something. But and then it didn't win. (laughs) And then suddenly (laughs) it unwon it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think... I think that would be the biggest ethical dilemma at that point in in terms of robots with human memories. You know, if we were to clone the hard drive that is our brain and put it into um, some sort of robotic figure, you know, who's to say that that's not a... Who's to say that it, it doesn't have, you know, your soul? If we are able to make a perfect copy of your brain, then, you know, then that's, that's technically... It depends on what you define as a... It, as you like what is what, what makes you you what is you mike what is you I'm, that's what i'm trying to find out man. <laughs> i've asked the same question like is at what point do you like if you started just like are you somebody, your experiences or your body right like where is me is me my heart is it my brain is it is it my butt connection? is it my butt it could well, be my butt. i, I, I think, think we're the guys is, that are going to figure this out to be honest. In this podcast, <laughs> we're going to keep talking until we figure out what We're the, the ones. human consciousness is. Well, the the human consciousness and the human experience is a combination of all these things that we just, I don't know if we can ever recreate. And, I and death guess, is such an important part of it. Like, Yeah. Yeah, that's like the totality of it all. Like, I've been watching Altered Carbon, which is sort of a similar sort of thing where you can, you know, basically download your brain and put it into different bodies and live forever. Future. Oh, and is this some sort of anime? Current? No, 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 it's no. This is the Netflix original. It's a weeb, but this is not a I, weeb show. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I just yeah. had to this make is, sure. You should watch it, Matt, if you like the Blade Runners. It's Blade Runner, very Blade Runner. <laughs> if you liked the Blade Runner. If you liked the Blade Runners. <laughs> there are two of them. It's there, not like it's wrong. There is no Gosling, though, so it's just be true. Ruined. I mean, there's a... Okay, I'll prepare I, myself there's, for There's that. chiseled men, to be certain. Oh, oh mm. But that's like kind of like a thing. Like <laughs> the longer you live, like the more I don't know. It's like you know too much and you see too much, and like we're just not built to last that long. Here's what I wonder. Suddenly, I'm <laughs> wondering this. <laughs> In bust smat, I wonder this. <laughs> I wonder at what point do we have? Do we start losing our old memories as we're gaining new ones? Hmm. At what point does that like? At what point does our tape just, you know, start erasing itself as we continue well, on? Because and I think that's the I issue think, with the internet is that we don't have like collective consciousness. Like things just have history now that's just documented in there, and there's just mm-hmm. so much information that just didn't used to exist. Like information is just expanding and just becoming more and more. And there's just ever with every single click, like you're adding more information, like to perpetual systems. Like it's mm-hmm. just is exponential in No, I mean your brain is like you said, a hard drive. I mean it has space like a hard drive. If your brain is a terabyte, you know, you're constantly writing and rewriting information. So right. you may forget a young childhood memory to remember 
a dank meme you saw. I don't think that's how memory works. Show me I have lost so many childhood I memories to dank memes. Uh, listen, no, guys, I, I've listened to some podcasts. I don't think that's how the human brain I'm works. Actually, no, tra- I I'd like to, I like to quick. I think, I think you're wrong. I think Colin's really onto something with these dank memes. Show me something about them. Memes. They're usually pretty large. Is there like, like a disc cleaner oh, program yeah. I could run to kind of clear out some of this? Gigs and excess nice I don't want. usage with dank memes is super high. I've been just, running a little hot recently. Been mm-hmm. blue screening My a lot. ears start to bleed. Yeah. No, but I mean, no, I'm not trying, I'm not obviously trying to dumb it down that much, but yeah, there is a you know <laughs> limit to what your brain knows, and like, I've asked Emerald this question before as well. I'm like, if you could, would you remember every memory you've ever had? Like, from baby, from like, first thought to well, you know, death would you know every single thought and like that is an interesting question i think there are people that that happens to though and with time hop i don't know you almost get a taste of that like i can look back and think of like <laughs> six <laughs> years ago like i had a bad day and like what did i feel like yeah when i cheated as a baby i can look at this photograph okay look at this graph Oh, oh Although boy. with a month old, I think I can kind of sum up most babies' thoughts, and that's just like boobs, milk, sleep, pee on dad, pee on dad, and poop, and that's it. That, that's that's their thoughts. I don't know if I actually want to remember that. And like, are you supposed to have more thoughts than that? Nah, not now. <laughs> that <laughs> is like, about what I'm operating with day to day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that's that's that was today. <laughs> I think about my daily needs. It's it's boobs, milk, sleep, poop, and dad. And mom. <laughs> Trina and really kind of like talked about, but like, what is your God of the future? Listen, we've talked about so many bummer ass things. I have only ever wanted to do one thing, and mankind has really ever wanted to do one thing, and that is fly. And the fact that we don't have working, functional, safe jetpacks currently is the biggest amount of bullshit that's ever been propagated on the human population. The logistics of people having jetpacks is just ridiculous. Listen, I I get that everybody shouldn't have them, but we're in America. We should at least like... You see Trent, a video? Trent, Trent, Trent. We have Trent, drones. Trent, Trent, Trent. Marsh. Trent, hold on. Okay, we, <laughs> have, go- we have drones. We have Trent, drones. We have Trent, flying technology. Trent. We're going to we go down to Mexico. I'm going to get you onto one of those jet skis with the water jet. Yeah. I would love to. That looks You're like just a blast. Gonna, I'm going to let you play Literally. on that till your heart's just filled up to its top then you're going to hit your head on the jet ski and die and that'll be it that'll be your <laughs> that'll whole be life you'll be ended done. there and you'll be happy it's fine finally <laughs> the, happy the, thing is, the thing that sucks though is if he makes it home he's gonna get on the tumblr reddit and see a dank meme and then that memory is just gone he, it'll be gone oh, wait, everything i, I, I gotta for. pay for the experience oh, again no <laughs> no it was too uh, dank. It just it, your brain couldn't handle it. Oh, back to Mexico. <laughs> the amount of times it had been converted to JPEG again and again and again and again, just, over and over and over, uh, my headspace. And all I would things. rather just teleport and save so much time. Let's go. Next step: teleportation. My dudes. teleportation I'm, is scary because that like is not existing. I'd rather continually <laughs> exist. Don't you sort of say that, Trent. Don't you say that, Trent. <laughs> <I'm waiting. laughs> <laughs> for my teleportation device. 
<laughs> I mean, I definitely, I get where you're coming from because flights just, I mean, like a jetpack or like something like that is just evolution of technology we already have. Like teleportation is a completely new, there's nothing in this world that can simulate that. The, the sensation of flying is like what sells it for me. It's not the convenience of being able to zap around. It's literally being able just to like feel like I'm flying and to like say, screw you, gravity. I go where I want to. Up. Yes, please. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Delta. I hate this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But also the idea of being like, oh, dang, it's 759. And then just pressing a button, you're like, I'm at work. And going right through the ceiling <laughs> yep. and through the roof. <laughs> Ejector seat. <laughs> I'm almost done with my bagel, but I gotta go. Why do we keep patching over this? <laughs> my bagel! <laughs> I'll forget about this later. <laughs> just look at a meme. Oh no, I'm scrolling through Reddit. Oh, I I I fly. <laughs> my brain space. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like flying cars and jetpacks just logistically do not make sense with the number of things that would be in the air. Like it just there's there's no there would be no organization. It people would crash. No, it would it, it, that would not work. Teleportation makes a whole lot more sense, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the future till I can teleport. Okay. Well, the other thing I'm more excited for then would be the. AR, VR, which is sort of a shift because I, mm. I don't know if you guys had this growing up, but like virtual reality as a kid just. Is that anti reflective virtual reality? Yeah. Um, <laughs> VR as a kid like sucked. Like it was like just pixelated and like arcadey and like not. You said VR as a kid. Like what VR? Did Wait, you had VR as a kid? Like I'm thinking like like uh, those. Are like, you talking about those wheel scrolly things that you put up to your head and go like slides? No, but there was like. Hey everybody, Mike here. Just a PSA: AR, VR, augmented reality slash virtual reality. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, over. augmented yes. reality. AR also stands for anti-reflective coating, which comes on all of your. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Which you can also pick up prescription for at Kroger. Oh, of course, everything. No, cannot. Yet that's my like, future. Kroger like prescription Matt has to say there's an employee of Wharton Park. He's like, no, no, you cannot. That is that is wrong. <laughs> Don't try to go to Kroger to get your prescription. They are not licensed optometrists there, though they will write numbers down for you. Mm. Go to Kroger to get all ten. of your goody goods for <laughs> negative ten plus three, no access. That makes sense. <laughs> there's a there's a divide sign on here. You wrote divided by six. <laughs> No, but like those, um, like those, like NASCAR games or like those golf places, like those, like like early arcadey, like very minimal, almost like even like Wii Tennis. Like, are you talking about Dave and Buster's stuff? Yeah, like just like sort of like those arcade games or like even like those like car like Wave Runner games. Yeah, like okay, any number okay, of okay, those okay. like experimental or experiential. Cut the rope. Yeah, and, I was yeah. about to say, Matt. Let's go. Let's play some cut the rope. Peggle. Imagine the VR cut the rope. You are the weird frog thing. Uh, no, you're the rope. Or I'm, the, or I'm the ball. I hope I'm right. Hold on. Uh, I want, like, the bubble perspective. It's though. a team, sort of. Trent, were you saying something? Yeah. I just think that it's, like, super cool. And I think, like, <laughs> humans have a lot of different tendencies and virtual environments are very and fetishes <laughs> True. yeah Mine's got there's the a lot of those too a lot of different <laughs> strokes for a lot of different folks you, hey sweet you and say that and that it's i mean 
as much as it's a, it's a joke, the like porn world has as much of an influence. Like it is Whoa, usually, is and that's all we have for today, folks. I'd like to thank Waker for their song. They are sexy something. music. No, but um, I definitely think like it's crazy how much like people looked over um, Pokemon Go for like what it was like the idea of this augmented reality like placing things into your world like um it's just cool and like as that evolves into you know these like microsoft hololens and stuff like that where the world itself is hologrammed around you yeah and, like, you can actually interact I think with that's that. so crazy. cool i think like as someone who like loved Legos and then, you know, loved the idea of like building things like Gary's mod and building ships and like, and then back to Bionicles. Oh, Bionicles. And then back to Bionicles for a while. Cause we, we entered the dark ages. Um, right. But yeah, just like being able to create and explore and experience in a new way that we haven't before in a way that's more easily accessible to more people. Like, there's just from the comfort of your home. There's just like so many aspects of the human experience that I feel like sometimes you're limited to just based on what you have available to mm-hmm. you. So my dad is always my dad's not really like technologically savvy, but he's always had a really good point where he thinks the future of VR and AR is like remote tourism, where I can wear something and go around like Venice, and then somebody else, like an elderly woman or an elderly man or somebody that can't leave their house, can then experience. Venice if they've never been there. I'm like, yeah, that's a really good point. Like that is probably a more functional use than like VR PUBG or anything like that. Like games are not pushing the medium forward as much as like experiences are. And fetishes. Yes. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. No. <laughs> that's the point I've been trying to make. <laughs> as soon as you follow that train of thought though, like I I feel like the realness of a situation, if you're not actually doing something and like I don't want to just say you're faking it because VR is more than faking it. I don't know. I think the human experience, if we're going to talk about human experience, I think some of that gets lost a little bit when for sure. It, 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 but so I but don't know some if- people don't like have the ability to experience it otherwise. So, I mean, like chase yeah. experiences that you can do. Yeah. The money, the time or the physical ability. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. I mean, if you're like living in Venice and you can provide that experience to somebody that otherwise could not go. I mean, like, yeah, it's obviously not like, if you have the ability to go to Venice, the virtual reality part of it is not going to like appeal to you. But if you don't and you're stuck somewhere, then yeah, that's what it's, you know, that's what it's selling to. And if you could monetize it, there'd be a huge market for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If there was some way, I guess like you paid for like an hour of time or something like that. Well, I think we've talked about the future as much as we can. Because Uh, before, can we talk about the future of Kroger a little? I want no, to stop how in the past. <laughs> Colin, Colin, Sam's Club. Colin, Sam's Club. I want to see yes, me virtual too. shopping, or at least uh, someone no, no, knowing stop. what I'm going to shop not, for. Not. Please, that's a whole nother if I could can of Kroger worms. To go Mike, did you, did you bring up ClickList? To Kroger. Oh, what? don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get him started on ClickList. <laughs> and other fetishes. Uh, wow. Of course. Oh, <laughs> Whenever you say fetish, started. I think radish. Why? And other radishes. Why is that <laughs> your fetish? You know, that's what, you know so everybody's into different things, you know. Every, shopping, for, yes. shopping for radishes and Getting my <laughs> Kroger fetish on. Chris says radish. I, think I use my Ball Kroger Z, card. So we are radishes. all speaking at one time. <laughs> Enjoy the overtalk, dear listener. <laughs> no nicknames. Oh yeah, we probably should do those nicknames. Um, Mike, since you started us out with your beer, I have been Michael. 
Kroger Corner. What do you know? <laughs> oh. Yes. Uh, I have been Trent, Jetpack, Jet Out, Safford. Nice. I have been Matt and Fetishes Buyers. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Chris, Wump of Radish O'Brien. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Yes. I don't have one. Perfect. <laughs> no. Oh. This is not going to be my welcome back. It's going to be, oh, I'm Colin Parker, but... No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Colin Parker casually mentions porn on our podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, that line's not making it. Colin um, and the pornography industry, Parker. Colin and I what think, VR brings to the porn industry. I think. <laughs> I think if I think everybody should get one veto a podcast, so they can take out one thing they said. <laughs> I wish if you will. Colin, Colin. I will I use wish. my veto to keep that in if we don't. Oh, mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, 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 no. Colin, boobs, <laughs> food, food. <laughs> milk. Colin, pee on me, Parker. Yes, yes. <laughs> pee on dad, Parker. I've been Colin, baby piss practice, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> baby piss target practice. I like it. Oh, well, we are definitely bottoms up. I'd like to thank, we'd like to thank Waker for giving us time to crack open our cold ones with their song, Jim and I, from the album, This Is Waker. Uh, this particular show has been poor quality, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe in the future, it's not poor quality, though. Maybe it's just presently. Um, but what else would you expect at this point? Maybe if if we all go to Colorado, it can be named high quality oh dude Ooh, yeah. holy whoa <laughs> <laughs> the there's gotta be a Kroger in Colorado ah damn for sure <laughs> can I get this uh <laughs> pack to go dude <laughs> okay okay end that end your recording before before Colin talks about pornography more to the floor as I know this runs again with a glow from the moon is beating